Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Imagine lending your own mom $3,000, and when you finally go to collect it, they just end up calling you the equivalent of a female dog. We'll get to that in a bit, but first, Entitled Mother Wants Me to Clean My Room Just In Case Her Sister, My Aunt, Needs to Lay Down. I'm 38 and married, what the freak? My mother lives with me, my husband, and our two kids. She's always been a bit stubborn and spoiled, so I was sure to lay down some ground rules prior to her moving in. Nothing too restrictive of her living there, mainly that I don't want or need her opinions on how to clean and run my household as she's always had unsolicited comments whenever she visited. She's not an animal person, and she absolutely hates that we allow our dogs on the couch occasionally, so she refuses to sit on them. There's a living area upstairs, so the compromise was that the dogs wouldn't be allowed on those couches. Anyhow, last night during dinner, Entitled Mother told me to please have my room clean before I left to work in the morning, because her sister would be visiting her today and she gets tired and will need to nap. The master's on the first floor and all the other rooms are on the second. I should mention that I'm not close to my aunt at all. I haven't seen nor talked to her in years other than a hello in passing when my mom would be on the phone with her. She lives in the same city but is heavily overweight so she doesn't leave her house often. My aunt's daughter-in-law agreed to drop her off but wouldn't be able to pick her up for a few hours so she planned on spending the entire day at my house visiting my mom. I don't mind this at all, except for the demand that I clean my room in preparation for her visit. Entitled Mother told me at 7pm, so I essentially had two hours to do this. I go to bed at 9pm. After further thought and discussing with my husband, I came to the conclusion that I wasn't comfortable with this at all. But by that time, my mom was asleep, so I figured I would call her in the morning. I get to work this morning, an entitled mother sends me a snarky text about the condition of my room. I called her right away and said I wasn't comfortable with my aunt sleeping in my marital bed. Not only that, but our bedroom is our sacred space and we have lots of valuables and private documents there. I said if she needed a nap, she can use the sofa or go upstairs to my mom's room. Entitled mother gets unreasonably upset. Aunt can't walk upstairs. She's overweight and runs out of breath easily. I said the couch is also an option. An entitled mother then says, well then you should have shampooed the sofa. How can you expect her to nap there with dog hair all over? I reminded her that she only gave me a few hours notice and also that this was her company, not mine. So if she wanted certain accommodations, she would be the one to complete the tasks. I also reminded her that she never even asked. She just told me and I didn't appreciate that. She says, I'm your mom. This is your aunt. How dare you be so disrespectful? I reiterate my stance and she hangs up on me and then calls my sister to complain. My sister doesn't have to deal with Entitled Mother on a daily basis, so she tends to pacify her. It's really annoying. Entitled Mother forgets that I'm a whole freaking adult and she's living in my house. Can't wait to get home tonight to hear about how I ruined her visit. Happy Monday. It is certainly one thing when, like, you might be a kid. But yeah, OP's almost 40 years old. You're not telling anybody that's 40 years old, Hey, I invited somebody over. They're gonna nap in your bed. Okay, thanks. Also, hi, I'm Steven. And if you enjoy fueling that hatred for these entitled parents, why not hit that subscribe button down below? 
That said, our next story is, my entitled mom wants me to carry her next child with her boyfriend. So I'm already a single mother with a loving two-year-old, and I've been asked if I'd be willing to carry a child for my mother and her boyfriend. I told her yes at the time, because I wasn't listening to what she was saying and trying to end the conversation. Later on, I began thinking about how she could expect that of me, her daughter, to carry a child and possibly put the poor child through that household that I got abused in. I walked back to her and told her no, I will not be carrying the man's child. She got angry and told me, you're going to upset your dad. I told her he's not my dad, he's a married man, and you're his mistress and it's disgusting you'd ever ask me to carry your child. All of what I said about him was true. He's married to a geeky teacher from what I've heard, and I plan on telling her when I leave. I had worried what would go down if I did so, but after seeing her boyfriends manipulated her into thinking yet another thing that was socially unacceptable was okay, this man's bought me adult toys at 14 years old and made me walk around him without clothes. She encouraged this behavior and would even buy me clothes that would be promiscuous. Dresses that are too short, the kind seen in animes that show cleavage. Shorts that are hardly three inches long, sometimes less. This man was bad news, and nobody in the family, except my entitled political grandmother, knew what had been going on. Even she found it wrong, and once I told the family, they realized how much danger I'm in. This man has done some unholy stuff like answering the door standing full attention while I was holding my daughter. I was stunned into silence trying to process what was going on as he grabbed my daughter and held her before I took her back, realizing what was going on and left. I wanted to puke, I wanted to scream and cry. I know if I go to my mom and tell her this isn't okay, she'll tell me if I complain I'll be kicked out of the house, leaving me homeless. I don't know how she thinks this is okay. Because of him, I have body image issues. Once as a teenager, I jokingly brought up the idea of me hooking up with this man, and he didn't once deny the thought. That was the day I realized he was a horrible man. I told my mother she deserves better than a man who's okay with the idea of hooking up with his girlfriend's daughter. She told me it didn't matter. I told her she deserves a man who doesn't have a wife already, and that if he really loved her, he would dump his wife and marry her. She said, he'll marry me one day. I'm never going to call this man dad, despite my mother wanting me to. I know this went on a tangent, but I hate this man and I'm furious. So that being said, am I wrong for not wanting to carry a baby nine months for an abusive parent and her boyfriend? So I think you could have the husband and wife equivalent of Mr. Rogers and still be totally justified for not wanting to ever carry a baby for them. Frankly, OP shouldn't even be living there. This next story is, Entitled Mother Throws a Fit Because I Took the Last Toy. Alright, so for some backstory, I'm male 15, and I collect Transformers. Now, at my local store, there's like three tiers of Transformers. You've got your $15 to $20 ones that are made for kids, the more expensive ones from $30 to $100 made for collectors, and the really high-end ones ranging from $200 to $300. Now a buddy of mine that works at the local Toys R Us, we still have those in Canada, told me they got a new shipment of the line I like called Studio Series. This is the mid-range one. So I went in to see what they got, and to my surprise, I found a figure called The Fallen that I'd been wanting. It costs about $80 Canadian. Enters Entitled Mother and Crotch Goblin. 
Now, while I was about to start walking away with this thing, a kid ran up to the Transformers aisle and started looking at them and noticed I had the last one of this specific figure. It's only packed one per case. So he screamed at the top of his lungs to his mom, He has the last one! She says, Hey, can I get that from you? My son really wants it. Now at this point, I didn't think she was going to go on a screaming fit because she seemed fine. Boy oh boy was I wrong. I said I'm sorry, no, I collect these things and this is the last one in stock. She says, don't you think you're a little old to be playing with these? Just give me it or I'll call the manager and say you took it from my baby and get you kicked out. Now at this point, I was refusing, so she went on a screaming fit. I don't remember everything because I just started walking away. What I do remember is sitting in checkout giving her a dirty look as she was escorted out of the store. I'm just glad she got kicked out honestly. This next story is my daughter decks an entitled mother over a toy. So I didn't think these stories were real. I always thought they were over exaggerated and these entitled moms couldn't possibly be real. Well, enter this entitled woman who entered our lives today. So with the big lit up holiday centered around a fat man in a red suit and a baby being born, my kids needed to buy presents for their friends. With the entire family being sick for most of December, we finally got to a store. Now, I only took three of the five kids as my wife took the other two. One very important thing to point out is my six-year-old son is mildly autistic. He's also a sponge when it comes to learning and is a grid ahead, but without stimulation he can be a nightmare. We're still working on that. We told him no tablet, but that he could bring any toy he wanted, so we brought this puzzle cube. We were walking through the store, and I told my oldest, 11-year-old female, to watch her brother as I had her 4-year-old brother. We were in the toy section when I hear my son scream. I turned to see my daughter wrenching the toy out of another kid's hands and yelling at him, It's not yours, let go! She eventually got the toy, and I got between them, and the kid started to hit me. I pushed him back a bit and said very loudly, instant regret as my throat was still sore, No hitting! He then rushed past me and went after my daughter who was still holding the cube. My daughter just pushed the kid down the aisle. At this point, the other parents are starting to get involved. The kid came to swing at my daughter again and she once again threw him to the ground. It was at this point the boy's entitled mother showed up and instead of taking care of her demon spawn, entitled mother grabbed my daughter's hair. My daughter turned around quick and decked this entitled mother right in the stomach. The entitled mother tried to hit my daughter, and my daughter punched the entitled mother in the face. The chaos ended, and it wasn't until this point that I could actually see all that was going on. I was restraining the little devil. My sons were being looked after by a very nice lady, and entitled mother was sitting on the floor crying. It was then that I heard a deep James Earl Jones kind of voice come from behind me saying, Hey Mac, let me take care of that. I didn't understand what he meant, so I just responded, What? And he replied, that's my son and that, stop crying, you started this mess, is my wife. She looked up at him and yelled something obscene and he very calmly said, get up, apologize, and maybe they won't press charges. She snapped with a, you're a crappy husband. The aftermath as a lot happened, I'll sum up. The police were called, cameras were looked at, entitled mother was arrested for assaulting a minor, The demon spawn was forced by his father to apologize to everyone. 
The manager apologized to the point that I got annoyed, and the manager gave us a discount on our order. Oh, and remember the nice lady? She's a special education teacher, so that was lucky. And finally, my daughter was allowed to get a game of her choice, because daddy is proud of her. Just wanted to add, my daughter's been boxing for about three years now. She'll be entering her first real six-round match in two months. The dad was apparently just biding his time to divorce his wife. He was waiting to make sure that when he did, he would get full custody. We never thought she would pull a stunt like she did yesterday. Reading this, you may not be able to realize this all happened in less than five minutes. I took my eye off my daughter for about a second to grab the demon spawn to stop him from hitting people when the entitled mother grabbed my daughter. The two punches went very quick. Update. Okay, I just got back from the police station with my daughter. We had to go do some paperwork and verify that we agree with their official timeline of events. We were informed that we may have to testify in court. My attorney stated that we can be forced to testify in this case, but may not have to. So, the entitled mother is facing assaulting a minor and endangering the welfare of a child, both of which are felonies. She's also facing charges for resisting arrest, assaulting a police officer, vandalism, and there's one more charge that I can't remember the name, but it has to deal with her lying to the police. I spoke with the father today, and he said he's seeking counsel for divorce. He also offered to buy a new phone to replace my daughter's broken phone to avoid court fees. I don't know if I'll put up another update, but my attorney said this case will go fast because entitled mothers facing felony charges. My daughter's fine though, the mark she had on her face is darkened, the doctor says not to worry about it. I'm very proud of my daughter, not only for standing up for herself and her brother, but for showing restraint while doing it. After the second punch, she just stood there ready to swing again. She also remained calm when the officers said they had to handcuff her till they found out who the aggressor was. My son, on the other hand, is not doing okay. The kid actually kicked my son and he had a bad cut on his leg. He needed four stitches. It took us a while to realize it as he shut down during this time. As I said, a lot happened. I think the most shocking thing here is the boxing. I get wanting to make sports accessible to kids of all ages, but do they really have boxing classes for an 8 or 9 year old girl? Does an 11 year old or a 12 year old really have the ability to do a 6 round boxing match? That just stuns me. I had no idea. More power to them, but I wouldn't want a 12 year old engaging in a sport where the objective is to hit each other in the head, just for development reasons. Our next story is, what do you mean the rules apply to us? My son is home educated, we tried school, they broke him. We pulled him out a couple of years ago, age 7, and started to teach him ourselves. His 3 year old little sister attends a nursery attached to a school, and will start proper school this September. When we started the home ed, we made a point of making connections in the home ed community, and we quickly discovered that home ed parents tend to fall on a gradient that ranges from academic types who found the school system failing their kids, to crunchy Karens who are conspiracy theorists. Crunchy Karens also tend towards permissive and free-range parenting, aka letting their kids run feral and then getting pissed at anyone who calls their kids misbehavior into question. Fairly early on, we were invited to a home ed trampolining session at the local trampoline park. A massive warehouse kitted out with padded gymnastics style floors, dozens of trampolines set into the floor, and an inflatable assault course. 
kids over five can go in without an adult, so a lot of the kids are just let loose while the parents chat in the cafe. We were told nine British pounds a week, pay as you go, for that two to three. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Hour session only. Or get the annual membership and you can go an hour a day for 14 British pounds a month. But they let you stay the whole two to three hours. We went for the annual membership because it made the most sense. All was well with the home ed parents, except for a bit of crunchy Karen snobbery when it came to the adults socializing together and with the gangs of poorly groomed feral crunchy Karen kids attacking the other home ed kids occasionally. Each time the marshal sends a feral kid to their parents, the whole crunchy Karen clan would complain about rules applying to them too and how their precious darlings should be exempt from good behavior. Then new management came in. They asked to speak with the person in charge of the home ed group, a laughable request because the thing about home ed is that everyone does their own thing and there are no leaders. But three of the head witches in charge from the crunchy Karen clique met with the new manager in his office, then came out and told everyone else that they were being forced out or that they would have to pay for the sessions even if they had memberships. They started talking about cancelling their annual membership in protest and going to a new trampoline park. Harder to get to and not accessible to some of the parents with mobility issues? Cries of, the school system's already failed our kids and now this business is rejecting them too, were bandied around in various forms. It was all very dramatic and I was waiting for someone to literally say, 
Won't someone please think of the children? But alas, that never happened. The thing is, is that, as previously mentioned, there was a scale of crazy. The crunchy Karens were at one end, but there were others who didn't subscribe to the idea that everyone was out to get them. A couple of the outsiders, people the crunchy Karens refused to acknowledge because they weren't crunchy enough, contact the new manager. It turns out that things weren't as one-sided as the crunchy Karens wanted us to believe. The manager told them that the original deal hadn't been cleared with the head office, but that it was being broken by the home ed group anyway. Originally, the deal was you pay £9 instead of 12 for one hour only, no annual passes allowed, and you get a closed session, which is when only your group can join, as long as it's during term time and as long as everyone behaves. What we were getting was you pay £9 or have the annual membership for a private session. Not even birthday parties get the whole park to themselves, lasting two to three hours, and you can come during holidays too and your feral kids attack people without consequences. The new manager said that the head office wouldn't agree to what we were getting in reality, so we either had to go to the actual original deal or negotiate something new. He offered us to use our passes but not have the closed session. He offered discounted second hours. He offered the closed session but we pay. He asked for other suggestions. He wasn't the child-hating monster which the Crunchy Karens painted him as. The non-Crunchy Karens talked and we discovered that most of us were happy with an open session, if that meant we could use our passes, and that the only thing we and our kids disliked about the weekly home ed sessions was the feral kids and the Crunchy Karen parents. We also realized that only the Crunchy Karens were talking about boycotting and switching parks. We talked to the manager and suggested that we let the Crunchy Karens boycott the trash takes itself out, and then after the summer holidays, we changed to the suggested open sessions with passes accepted. There was also a nudge and a wink to him that he could get his marshals to crack down on bad behavior, because the only customers he would lose would be the crunchy Karens and their child beasts. He was happy with that, we were happy with that. The crunchy Karens were not happy at all. They were expecting a mass walkout of home ed people in solidarity with them and their badly behaved spawn, who were being wronged terribly by having the rules apply to them. They complained at length about how we were betraying them. They couldn't understand that no one wanted them around. Not the parents, not the kids, and not the business. The tantrums continued online in forums for weeks until the crunchy Karens got bored of being ignored and stopped bringing it up. A couple of them tried to carry their way in again on the discounted price, which ended with security escorting them out. One of them used their membership to get in, but was asked to leave when her kid bit someone, and she refused to go in with him to make sure he didn't do it again. Since that day, the home ed sessions have been much friendlier and needed less first aid. We have a good working relationship with the manager, and any new crunchy Karens that try to ruin the peace either learn quickly to keep a lid on things or they leave fast. Honestly, I think either these crunchy Karens get booted, or this home ed group was going to fall apart at some point. Our next story is, the family I ran away from insists I go back. For the past few days, I, male 19, have been living with my friend, male 21, who allowed me to stay in his house after I left home. What had piled up for years finally snapped when I realized that my father, my stepmother, and my stepbrother, 15 years old, 
have been abusing me for years for no reason. I thought I deserved it, but I was framed to think like that. There was no reason at all. I talked about it in my last post. It's a little long, so I can't explain it all here. Getting away is more complicated than I thought. I've been treated like a worthless, lowly person. Now that I've been away, all the things I refused to notice resurfaced. I sometimes have this weird reaction when I suddenly remember something and bite myself out of embarrassment. I remember times when I was left alone while they left for a family time together. All the times my stepbrother and father went to spend time together and came back with good memories and souvenirs. I remember all the times stepmom hugged stepbrother and showed him love while she glared at me a few moments ago. All the times when at the restaurant they would order something for me just to try and take the food and give me their remains. How I never got the same types of presents as them or had to sit with all the luggage that couldn't be put anywhere piled up between my legs and on my lap in the car. All the times my stepfamily made me wash the dishes and serve them on gatherings when they never asked other guys the same. I remember how when they first met me, stepbrother and stepmom treated me well and I got attached to them. But as soon as my father got abusive with me, they did the same. The thing is, it happened gradually and slowly. I got to really love them in the meantime. It's so painful. I can't express how painful this is. I really loved them, especially stepbrother. I loved him so, so much. I wanted to share everything with him. It felt easy to decide to leave at the heat of the moment when I learned they framed me and got angry. But now, I had to go back there to take a few documents father's keeping and met them again. They all seemed like normal people, not monsters so much, so that I asked myself if I was overreacting for a second. They all acted like I was weird for leaving without telling anything and wanted to know why I'm asking for my passport. I went there because I didn't want to spend all my money on new documents. Father asked me to talk things over. He asked me where I was planning to go and... I didn't say anything, but he must have an idea. My mom is living far away. I want to fly to her for the holidays. Where else would I go? So he knows. Father probably thinks that I'm going to tell her how I was treated. He secretly made sure I always showed a happy facade to my mother and on stepmother. So he's now probably panicked. He hit me when I was a kid and it's a secret between the two of us. He wants to keep his perfect image, so being accused of domestic violence is not going to do it for him. I don't plan to tell anyone about what happened. I don't even want to tell my mom anything at all to not worry her. But he's seriously worried. I never disobeyed him like this. It's the first time I'm behaving like this. He must think I'm thinking of revenge or something because he asked stepbrother where I could be and called my friend's parents to know if I was there. He came and started insisting that I go back. Where I live, even if I'm 19, parents are still an authority for people, so I didn't want to create a scandal in my friend's parents' house after everything he did for me. I said that I would go home tomorrow, and he left. I don't know. Maybe I will have to go back. I can't call the cops over abuse because it's three people against me, plus all of stepmom's relatives, plus all of my official social media posts contradicting it. I'm gonna be called a liar. I know how these things work when you have no proof like me. It'll just make things more complicated. Maybe I'll quietly go there and wait until the holidays come. Then I'll have more time to think of a plan. I felt so free and happy for a while, and still, except for anonymous posts, I can't talk about this to anyone. 
I tried, I can't. I've received great support on Reddit, so I'm thankful for it, and it's really helpful, so thank you very much. I at least don't feel like I'm the villain in the story of my life, and I don't hate myself anymore, so it won't be as toxic as before. I'm going back, but not without the intention of leaving for good. I hope my plan works. So to update about what happened, I went back because I didn't want to cause a scene at Jay's house, but I refused to talk things over. I asked father about my documents again, and the conversation got heated. He asked me why I was acting like that, and I said something along the lines of he knows exactly why, and is a hypocrite for even asking, and got slapped. So I went quiet, and stepmom got in the middle and asked us to calm down. A complete mess. I felt defeated, but then decided that I could use this as my advantage. After all his dirty tricks, I had the right to use a dirty trick too right? I'm his son after all. So I said that since he got physical with me again, I'd have to get help from the authorities. Unless he just gave me my stuff back. He started ranting about how I was unfair and acted like a stranger and even asked me if I was on substances. The guy always knows how to play dirty. In the end, I finally got them and locked myself in my room. Okay, I'll stay here if you insist. I noticed all the things I got for stepbrother were thrown on my bed. Good for you, buddy. I don't care if you keep it. Nothing works on making me feel guilty anymore. I'm not gonna feel guilty, even if it makes me the bad guy. At this point, I really don't care anymore. At least I won't spend $700 on new documents. OP's making small strides, but I think we all want to see OP gain that independence they deserve. Our next story is, Entitled Mother Thinks a Tote Bag Will Stop Me From Getting to College. I've had a few rough patches at the start of the year, and the last straw was my boyfriend breaking up with me in July. I had a very relaxed summer to heal, but started spending some time to self-reflect and focused on my studies. In that, I discovered my passion for maths. It's a lot less stressful for me than my original subjects, and I'm actually quite talented. My teacher put me forward for an outreach program about a mathematics college. I went to the open day, and I'm really inspired to go. At the open day, they gave me a tote bag with the logo printed on. It had some pamphlets about the place. It's a nice tote bag, and I brought it to school on my last day of term to carry my books, as I didn't need that many. Well, this is where I bump into entitled mother outside a supermarket, who is actually my ex-boyfriend's mother, and the following conversation ensues. I said, hi, Entitled Mother. I can't chat. I'm in a rush. She says, oh, well, you better give X back that tote bag of his at karate. I say, I'm sorry, but this is my tote bag. She says, nonsense. You wouldn't have gone to that college. I said, I'm sorry to shock you, Entitled Mother, but I've changed a bit over the past few months. Entitled Mother then reaches for the bag, spilling all the contents on the floor, which included a maths textbook. Entitled Mother had the tote bag in her hand and goes to pick up my textbook. She says, X will have more use for this than you. I'm taking it. I snatch the bag back. I'm slightly stronger than her. And place all my books back. She still has a strong grip on the textbook though. Red in the face, she screams, give me the bag. I say, heck no, and I want my textbook back. She says, well, you're not having it. I don't want you at the same place as my boy. You'll distract him and he needs to focus. I say, do you really think taking a textbook off me will stop me from going to a college? She says, yes, and the tote bag. Give it here, now. 
I think the only thing stopping your son from going to college is the fact that he has a mother that thinks all you need to get in is a tote bag and textbook. That's not even for his exam board. She says, oh, so it's garbage. She throws it on the floor. I pick it up and walk away while she screams bloody Mary and the only thing I can think is I'm glad her son dumped me. Nuclear bomb avoided. That's all you have to say. Our next story is, she called me a witch. I'm 54 and my mom is 73. Last summer, my mom stayed two days in my house because her air conditioning unit stopped working. We live in Louisiana. I went to her house and the temperature read 98 degrees. She called a repairman over and he told her she needed a new unit and he could get it repaired the next day. She asked how much. He said $3,000. I told her I could give it to her, but it would be a loan because I really need it back. She agreed. I wrote the check. On October, she paid $300 to me, and late November, she paid me $300. My mom's expecting an insurance settlement and told me last week that she may not get any proceeds. I then told her that I would give her a payment schedule to pay me back. I typed up a schedule with $300 monthly for the next 8 months. I handed the schedule to my mother. She looked at it, tore the paper up, and threw it in my face. When I told her that was very rude, she said she knew and intended it to be. She then stormed out of the house and said she didn't know me anything because she gave the witch life and proceeded to slam my glass door. My first thought is to say I'm never speaking to her again until she apologizes or to never speak to her again, period. By the way, she had on new clothes, new shoes, hair freshly done, nails, etc. when I saw her. Honestly, she probably would prefer that you cut her off like that because then she won't have to pay you back. Go to small claims court. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy story of entitled parents, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.